Okay, so the reading is from Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 41. You'll find it on page 1028 in the church Bibles. Every year, his parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the feast according to the custom. After the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they travelled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? he asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favour with God and men. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Father God, we ask that you help us to understand what you're saying to us today. Amen. Last week, you will remember, we looked at Jesus being presented in the temple as a baby, according to Jewish law. And Simeon and Anna, recognizing his importance, And then Luke sort of skips over the events that we read in Matthew's Gospel of the visit of the Magi and Jesus' family as refugees in Egypt until it was safe to come back. So now it would seem that life has regained some normality. It was the custom for Mary and Joseph to attend the Passover. So they must have been back for a few years at least. Um, and men had to go to the Passover. It was sort of the, the law that they did. But women and children didn't have to, and Mary did. So they were obviously a very devout Jewish family. I think, had Jesus been there before? Because it didn't, doesn't really say. It could have been his first trip, because it was normal for parents at those times to take boys in the year before their bar mitzvah at 13. So 13 was the age when the boys took on the rights and obligations of being a a proper, fully grown, adult Jewish male. So that happened at 13. Jesus was 12. It could have been his first trip, just to sort of, you know, see what it was all about. It was a big event. It was just as well. They didn't have cars. It would have been chaos. As it was, there were crowds of people travelling together for safety, collecting people from other villages as they went through. 
with the women and the children at the front setting the pace, having womanly chat, and the men at the back having manly chat. It was a chance to see the main teachers from all around at the festival, as well as catching up with other people. It's a big thing, so they went. I presume they enjoyed it, didn't say they didn't. And afterwards, they started back for home, at least. Mary started back with the women at the front, thinking, presumably, that Jesus was at the back with the men. And Joseph travelled with the men, thinking, presumably, that Jesus wasn't yet a man, so he would be at the front with the women and the children. And then it was time to stop for the night. It would have taken a few days, this journey. I thought he was with you. I thought he was with you. But nowhere was Jesus to be found. You might well have been in that situation, either as the parent or as the child. You can imagine the desperation, the dread, what might have happened to him. The journey back to Jerusalem, I imagine, was really rather more fraught than the journey out. Mary and Joseph had one job to do. They'd been notified by the angels about his birth. They'd been kept safe through dreams as to when to escape to Egypt and when to come back. And now they had lost the Messiah. (laughs) I don't think it was bad parenting. It was just how things happened. Maybe more communication would have helped. How desperate do you think they felt? Makes me think, how desperate do we feel at finding and holding on to Jesus? There is a slogan, we are in Land Rover land, Land Rover used it. Um, One life, live it. Along with one life comes one death. How desperate are we to make sure that we know Jesus before then? When we knock on those pearly gates or whatever happens between this world and the next, how desperate are we to know that Jesus is our saviour? And we're never going to know when that's going to be. But apart from that moment, don't we want to know Jesus on our day-to-day life with all the trials and the temptations and the what-have-you that we have to deal with? What a friend we have in Jesus. We just sang it. How desperate are we to make sure that that's true? And I just noticed when we did the psalm, I didn't read that before I wrote this, but even the psalmist with alarm said, I am cut off from your sight with alarm. Anyway, Mary and Joseph, they were looking for Jesus for three days. Now, is that significant? There was another three days when Jesus was sort of missing. Three days from Good Friday to Easter Sunday, between when his earthly body died and he was seen by Mary Magdalene and people, the disciples in the garden. A transition from being fully human to being Jesus risen again. Are we in this reading, this moment, Seeing that time when Jesus goes from being Jesus as a boy to Jesus 
who is taking on the role of pointing to God the Father. Mary didn't stop to ponder any of these implications. Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Very real. Very human. Very understandable. They'd been looking for three days. And if they hadn't been in the company of many learned people, well, I imagine she'd have wanted to hug him and give him a good telling off at the same time and maybe a clip around the ear. And here we have the first recorded words of Jesus. Why were you searching for me? Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? And apparently that could mean be about my father's business. So this is the beginning of Jesus starting his work, becoming God's son, God's son on earth, discussing with the teachers of the law, getting involved with his work. And they were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And then I read somewhere that someone said it was something like a middle school child discussing physics with a rocket scientist. That was how amazed they were. Mary had said, your father and I have been anxiously searching. But they knew that Joseph was not the real father. And here Jesus is reminding Mary that God is his father and that his job, the whole reason he's on earth, is to do God's work. Mary and Joseph, they knew They knew that their son was from God. They'd been told it. They knew it, but they didn't understand it. They understand that he was born, but not why. Now, we can all know things without understanding. I know that E equals MC squared. It's many years since I even had a glimmer of understanding. I know you understand it, but but I don't. And I'm not really that fussed about not knowing it. And I'm guessing most of you don't understand it. We're fine. Of more interest to more people will be their blood sugar and ketone levels. I should have chosen an epileptic one, seeing as it's St. Valentine than the epilepsy, wouldn't it? Anyway, I went with diabetes. People with the condition of diabetes understand that it's a condition that has to be managed by diet, exercise, medicines. And the people that are bothered keep track of those things, because if they don't manage it, it all spirals out of control and it all goes horribly wrong. And that's not good. Anyone without the condition doesn't need to worry about it. So something that is more of interest to us, to us all, is the condition of being human, I guess. It's a condition that has to be managed. Not for blood sugar or ketones or any of that medical stuff, but for... Greed, pride, wrath, envy, lust, idleness, gluttony. Conditions that we can all experience and we need to understand how to manage them. Because they're the things that come between us and God. And we tend to lump them all together as sin. 
And if we don't manage these things, then it all spirals out of control and it all goes horribly wrong. God finds them so totally abhorrent that he can't accept us with them. And we manage them with Jesus. Or we ask Jesus to manage them for us. And he does, if we ask. God would rather us have us all be with him. But we've got the human condition that needs managing. The human condition that can only be managed with Jesus. We can all know that Jesus was born as a baby. And we celebrate that at Christmas, you'll have noticed. We will have celebrations at Easter. There will be hot cross buns and chocolate. We will hear how he was unjustly killed and quite miraculously rose from the dead. It's quite straightforward to know those things. But how desperate are we to understand them? To eke out the implications for ourselves and then desperate to talk to Jesus. Now we're just coming up to Lent. Today is the last Sunday before Lent. And traditionally Lent is a time when we can re-evaluate our spiritual life. Spend more time reflecting on what exactly is our relationship with Jesus before Holy Week and then the celebration at Easter. How desperate are we to know that our lives run true with Jesus? Jesus says, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house, be about my father's business? His work is to point to and enable people to be with God. And that's the same for us as it was then. Was Jesus being a bit thoughtless, not letting Mary and Joseph know where he was? Well... He was a fully human 12-year-old boy. And verse 52 says he still had some growing in wisdom to do. He thought they would know where he was. Were Mary and Joseph thoughtless at leaving without him? They each thought he was with the group. Just sort of happened. Traumatic for Mary and Joseph. But doesn't it give us a good insight into Jesus being fully aware of his amazing role on earth of how he behaved? He went back with Mary and Joseph to Nazareth and was obedient to them. He grew in wisdom, stature and in favour with God and man. And Mary later understood and passed her story on so that we could learn from it too. Don't you just love these biblical people? These biblical people who are willing to show their quirks, their failings to the world because they know that they show the amazingness of Jesus. For millennia, mothers have been thinking, what sort of a mother goes to a festival and comes home without her child? And of course the answer is a very human one. And one that is prepared to hold her hands up to the derision of generations of mothers because she knows that this event, that she didn't have to tell anybody about, but she did. Because this event shows the beginning of the greatness of her son, the son of God. Let's pray. 
Father God, we thank you for Jesus. And we thank you for Mary for letting for giving her the confidence to tell us about this incident. Without her, we wouldn't know about it. But it lets us know how Jesus was growing into his knowledge of being your son and coming to earth, being on earth for us. So that whenever is the right time, we can be with you forever. Amen.